in the world is the rum guy. The original man of mystery, the Condonas Traveler. He is in beautiful Puerto Rico. Let's ask him how he's doing. How are you doing, rum guy? I'm doing great. It's beautiful. Uh, loving Puerto Rico right now. He loves Puerto Rico! Isn't that amazing? What's your most favorite things there in Puerto Rico, rum guy? Well, I like the, um, I like the, uh, kind of like the international dish here. It's called mafungo. And also, uh, there's a lot of boobs. Everywhere you look, there's boobs. Boobs and mafungo! That sounds amazing! We should all go there! Keep your ears peeled on the MHOG podcast for more installments of Where in the World is the Rum Guy? Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting beside me with his lovely blue work shirt on is... Dick Brother number one. Yes. And the rum guy is not here today. He is off, like always. Actually, the people have probably heard him, sort of have an idea of where he is. Yeah, yeah, because we've said that he was gone and he wasn't going to be here for a while. Also, uh, also, like he posted a thing that you, they probably just heard. Um. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot that we're gonna st- we started the show with that. My yes, bad, my bad. Uh, I forget, I forget. So there's so many edits and bullshit to this. Yes, Rum started the show. That's right. Okay, go ahead. So uh, since Rum's out of town, we for have a very like special three guest. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah, about three weeks. Uh, we'll a- introduce yourself, so Yeah, go ahead. What's your name? Ah, uh, hi. Hi, I'm Hunter. If you're familiar with Adam and you followed him on over, we're co-hosts of the Grim Grinning Host podcast. You've technically been on the show once before. For uh, technically, and what was that—the Thanksgiving episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't involved in that episode. That's because no, you were busy. Us, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little busy for that episode. I think you were in Slido. Something like that. I don't mm-hmm. even fucking remember. That's okay though. I'm here now, and so are you, Mister Hunter. Oh well, it's a pleasure to be a part. Yes. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. Oh um, no, no, it's okay. It's kind of like when you go into those porn rooms and you see all the sticky stuff. You don't want to know what it is. Well, you kind of. <laughs> but know. you kind of know what it is already. You kind of well, know. I kind of knew when I filled out the job application. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Just, you know. He, uh, it's, it's a work hazard. He had a <laughs> he had a little bit of uh, figuring out like how terrible an idea it was to ask me to be on a podcast with him the other day because uh, somehow or another it, it, it like child molestation came up on, on Grim Gritting Host and I, I really ran with it. Boy, I bet you you had a hard time editing that shit. Uh, because this was our song clip episode. So that episode we talked about our top five favorite Disney songs. I already had my work cut out for me because I was inserting clips just so you know the listeners had an idea of what they were getting into <laughs> right, song-wise. Right. And then this asshole adds on another <laughs> 90 minutes of editing work. That's an exaggeration because it was all like one chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was a solid 20 minutes or so I had to cut out at the end of the show. Nice. You know, I, I got to the point where I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> just, I'm like, whatever. They're gonna, we're just going to leave it in. I, I, I'm okay with it now. 
Yeah, the, I mean, the podcast, it's funny because it originally started off of, hey, this is going to be totally different um, from anything else that we've done as far as the podcasts are concerned. Um, sure, we can swear on this one, which is very different from my home podcast with UUOP. But little did I know that at the time I wanted to maintain some sort of professionalism, and then it was too late. Adam was already on board. He was on the cover art, and we just can't let him go at this point. I mean, yeah. I, I can. I it's do. kind of like the employee that's got the blackmail on you. you know? Right, right, right. Oh, I, I completely know. I, I actually, uh, you know, I told Hunter about what happened with Monica. Mm-hmm. Well, we got that print made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the bitch like left you. Like, right. the, like we weren't like three days later or some shit like it that. It was pretty close to that, yeah. You know, and I just remember thinking like, this is all horrible, and I'm really pissed at her for many like logical reasons. But also, hey, couldn't you just have done that like after? Yeah, like, I mean, before we got a, the a month done. earlier. You know, like you, know. You, you knew you were cheating on him then. What? Right. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. Like we're not gonna yeah. go. In, we're not gonna. You're do not gonna do Sorry, dude. Hunter, uh, uh, the the woman that I'm discussing, her brother is is a big fan of the show, and actually, and, and he our does music. our music sometimes. Oh, so. so. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, hey, brother, you're you're cool, I guess. He is. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. He's yeah. a good guy. awesome guy. Um, but yeah. So with that in mind, when I got the cover art done for Grim Grinning Host by our good friend of the show, and and actually he's you know guest of the show, Travis yes. Hemel. I said, hey, man, um, can you uh, put all of our heads in layers in case something happens and somebody drops out? That's a good idea. You know, so if, if Hunter really... Travis doesn't show up for three weeks in a row. <laughs> or in case he got enough of Adam's cock balls and dick jokes, you know, yeah. or anal rape children, whatever he says, you know. It wasn't rape. I mean, she was 16, but she was willing. This is like a winger song. <laughs> Pretty close. Sixteen and willing, baby. You know, sixteen and willing. You know. You ever think about those guys who wrote those songs at that time, and then they go back now and they're still playing shows? Like, there's a fucking song that Kiss does where he talks about a sixteen-year-old, mm-hmm. and it, and it's it's Gene Simmons who's like ninety. Mm-hmm. Do you think he feels weird singing that, or is he still has those thoughts about fucking a sixteen-year-old? I think. I think a lot of those guys, when you're when you're that famous, where people treat you like you're even you know even though Kisses it's heydays behind it, right, let's right. not pretend that Gene Simmons doesn't still get treated like oh dude he's he fucking he's music royalty yeah I, I think the problem is like when you treat somebody like that for long enough I think they I think they probably many of them not all of them but I'm I'm sure many of them do really fucked up shit because who's gonna I mean look look at Cosby you know like hey dude he didn't do nothing. The reason Cosby got away with all that is because it's fucking nothing. Bill Cosby. Like, who's who's going to tell Bill Cosby no? It's literally can't. fucking Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, no. There's no proof he fucked him. Technically, it's pussy. They, they were sleeping. <laughs> they were sleeping. They can't. They can't uh, prove hey, shit. Man, who among us has Michael Jackson defense? Exactly. Exactly. Who, who among us hasn't licked the sleeping? Adam, why are you on? Uh, it doesn't matter. What? I was checking it to, to see if, if Hunter was online. Oh, it was just weird. I don't know why I just popped I was like, up. all of a sudden, Adam popped up. Hey, here, I'm online. No, you're not. You're right next to me. He usually says I'm online all the time. <laughs> God damn it. Somebody Wait. else is sneaking in using your account. Actually, one of uh, our- you should, go in the, you should go in the car and just use your phone. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> one of our- <laughs> One of our Grim Grinning host co-hosts, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but has to uh, step away for a little bit because um because he's got some family issues. Right, right, right. And I was telling Hunter uh, the other day, like just thinking about how I am at this point, like because I've been doing this for five years now. Yeah. You, you've been doing it almost as long, about yeah. four, four and a half, four and roughly. Half. Yeah, something like that. And uh, Talking about podcast tenure. Sorry. 
my uh, phone just went off. It's, it's some telemarketer or some shit. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Hunter. She put them on the phone right now. No, uh, it's, yeah, it's probably yeah, a bill collector awesome. or something. <laughs> what, what, what did you say, Hunter? <laughs> he said podcasting. As I said, yeah, 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 yeah. About five years now, and like I, the last thing that I would do if if I had a situation is walk away from it, just because I'm so used to like this is where I, I this is why I don't actually need to go to therapy. Yeah, it's like every almost everything that's wrong with my life that I at least the stuff that I can talk about that doesn't involve other people. Listen, yeah. guys, this is why 98% of you are still alive. That's all I got to say. Are you Very suggesting true. that I would lose my mind and, like, kill people? I was talking about me. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you too. Could, I mean, could have gone either way with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think... Uh, I don't think either one of us would actually take anyone's lives, but, you know... Uh, if know. I got pushed to the point, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? And you know, it's it's funny because I was actually talking about this with a good friend of mine where, um, I guess if, if we're going to get a little bit deep with it, but I was talking to a good friend about growing up, you know, I was I came from the type of family where, okay, I was a mostly good kid. Let's say I did nine out of ten things right. But one of those things was something that, that my parents or, or close uh, relatives would, would stick on. I never got really major positive reinforcement and podcasting for me it's still kind of a surprise when someone comes out and they're like oh wow i'm really enjoying what they're doing just because i never grew up with that so in a way that's kind of i mean podcasting is where a lot of my self-confidence comes from so i kind of get Ooh, what you're nice. saying there interesting nice. that's cool um, my, a lot of mine comes from a uh, stage performance because i was in a band for years so i uh did a lot of standing in front of a lot of people Acting a complete asshole, so that's where that's that's just, why I continue. Or just showing them your asshole. That too, that too. I known to take my clothes off several times on stage. Hunter's actually a musician as well. Oh, awesome! Yeah, uh, more more so casually. I mean, every band I've played with has fallen apart, but well, technically, so it's because I'm a diva. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I've only carried my generation. I, <laughs> I, I we I was in a band for about 13 years, and then we stopped, and then now uh, I'm started a new one. So we'll see what that where that goes. Do you miss it at all? Yes. Do you miss after 13 years of effort? Yes, dude, I do. I miss being on that stage, man. It's It was pretty fun. Yeah, definitely. What, what about you? You you too? Um, well, more so, I mean, my, my sorts of things were always just getting together at friends' houses and playing for groups of friends. It, it was never more so like a stage type thing just because I was never really – I guess this kind of goes back into it because I didn't pick up – my first guitar until very late in the game. I mean, I was 13 when I picked up my first guitar. Um, so it was just different. I mean, a lot of it was, once again, just playing with friends. Nothing yeah. major, but uh, still a good time. I've still got some, you know, like shitty iPod recordings that I just recorded, and they're fun to go back and visit. But now so music is more of a stress lever. I'll sit down, I'll just play with the guitar and pluck at a couple things and write my own stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I just I, I don't know I've always I've always dug the live performance stuff uh, over writing. Mm-hmm. I you know like writing and recording is is cool, but when you sit down in a recording studio and you have to fucking sing and scream for six hours and you only get one song done, it fucking sucks and yeah. it's tedious. And that's part of the problem and kind of why I always it's not necessarily that I had a major falling out with bands or anything like that. It's just. 
I am such a, a perfectionist when it comes to that sort of thing. If I get fret buzz in the recording or if I get anything minor like that, I'll have to go back and completely redo, redo it. it. Yeah. So I always said like one of my favorite bands and still to this day, uh, but especially growing up is a band called Say Anything which Say Anything is pretty much just a one-man project. He does all the instruments, except when he started off, he had another guy do the drums. That's I always cool. said if I was going to get back into the music thing, I would have to do that. I would have to record absolutely everything myself to be fully satisfied in the product. That's a good way to kill yourself. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know? well, it, what's fun about Say Anything, or not really fun, but it's kind of sad, he was manic, depressive, alcoholic, and he ended up just having to check himself into like a mental psych ward after the recording of his first album because he thought aliens were coming after him uh, or something really strange like that. So he could be not right. always a good story. It's just uh, maybe that's why I never pursued it so much. Because you're afraid of the aliens. <laughs> you think aliens are going to get you? you? You're afraid of getting animals? Absolutely. Nice. Have you ever heard that Blink-182 song? Uh, no. The aliens are coming to get you? Uh, no, I'm not afraid of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, I picked up my first guitar when I was uh, about 18, and then I put it back down immediately. <laughs> I was given a guitar when I was 10, I think, mm. for my 10th birthday or 10th Christmas. That's when I got it. Yeah. Or your dad was a musician as well. Yeah, right? yeah, he played music too. Yeah, he played. Actually, his bands would practice in the living room while I was like walk crawling around. Uh, I was five years old, and when I had my first joint passed to me and i had to pass it around to mm. you know his friends my mom would always bitch stop passing my son well, funny enough joint. you're not a you're not a weed smoker no no and i i think honestly i think the reason why i'm not a uh, weed smoker is because it was so readily available to me that the the stigma of it being um a not just a bad thing but like you know like oh it's taboo don't do it mm. that kind of stuff right. you know it didn't interest me i was like if i really wanted it i could have go you know in the backyard and pick a a leaf off or whatever mm -hmm. my dad grew it in the backyard for crying out loud you know so it was kind of like phew. everybody's like you should go you should smoke your dad will smoke you out i was like no i don't care i, I told you why i don't drink right uh, -uh. when i was uh f I, I can never remember what age i was but i was probably like seven or eight but there was still a regular nintendo at this point nice so you were like and actually 42 I, I think um I think I think there was still uh, <laughs> your forty two. Happy uh, birthday, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, happy birthday! Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> um, you know what? Mike Tyson's Punch Out. It was still Mike Tyson. Nice. That's this is yeah. Not, that, that's know. awesome. Yeah. So been eighty five, eighty six, rough, roughly around then. Yeah. Because yeah, so. I was like probably twelve, ten or twelve when I so came. Might have been like seven. Well, the NES um, was October eighteenth, eighty five. So okay. sorry. Oh, so you. close yeah. to eighty seven, eighty eight, but whatever. But um my cousin chris um it was just like me and my cousins and my cousin chris thought it was funny to go um uh, basically he poured some a rock glass full of like hard liquor i don't know what it was probably like jack daniels or something and uh he went up to my his his sister's boyfriend and was like hey frank you know uh you know you want some of this coke you know and and frank was like Get the fuck out of here you know but uh I was like, I want it, you know, so I took it, and I, I just downed the whole thing. Holy shit. And uh, I remember distinctly, like, jumping up on my grandmother's counter and, like, basically filleting the, the faucet. Like, <laughs> All right, so you, you fucked the faucet. No. Oh, you sucked it. Sucked yeah, it you off. sucked it off, yeah. 
No, I didn't stick my dick inside the faucet. I, I would have laughed. That, that would have been more funny. That than story would have taken a really weird turn if that was why. I, I don't know. You fucking sucked off a faucet. So I guess maybe the next step would have well, a faucet. It was, was that you. your was that your sexual awakening, Adam? That was his first time. No, that was when that uh, dude molested me at the age of twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> he heard him um, like, jeez. Well, the truth hurts. Um, uh, yeah, it does. Especially when you get molested. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's, it's just like I never developed the taste for alcohol after that. I mean, I'll you know me, I'll I'll drink one to be sociable. But right, I'll, right, you developed a taste drunk. for the fucking faucet. That's why. Yeah, you know, I'm funny enough. With that. No, in fact, like maybe that's why I'm I'm obese is because like I never developed a taste for water either. I hate the taste of water. Maybe because damn, because I sucked off a faucet at some point. I guess so. You don't like to swallow. You just wanted the blast in your face. Are you, are you proud of yourself for that? I, I'm very proud of myself for that one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I just uh, see Adam going to a water park and cringing the whole time. It's getting a little too. No, close that's to everybody face. else around him. No, no. <laughs> no, maybe that was my sexual awakening. Going to a water park, getting in touch with the what the faucet did to me. That could be it, dude. That really, you know, in all honesty, uh, I think I believe it. Um. Well, like we said, it, today is my birthday. I turned 42 today, and uh, Rum actually sent me a message, and I'm going to play this for you guys right here on the phone. And it's gonna you know, be- we, we could just like edit it in. No, I know. I, I know we could just edit it in, but I think it'd be funnier. Well, fuck what you have to say. Because I would like, we can edit it in after, but I'd like, okay. I'd like right. uh, our guest host here right to, on. to hear this madness. All right, here we go. This is Rum singing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. M. Hug. Happy birthday to you. And many more. All right, that was the rogue guy wishing me happy birthday uh, on his vacation. <laughs> so, Adam, you know what this means. We had uh, Craig Lucas do an introduction. Now we got to get your buddy Rum on. I'd love to get Rum on. The problem with Rum is that his job, like, there's times when he can't even record with us. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's, last he's, minute he's we'll find fractious. out. Because his job, he um, he's, he's like an all-purpose maintenance man. And because he's competent, Oftentimes he'll get called in like last At minute, and all middle of night. hours of the day and night. Like there, like he works in an old folks' home, and sometimes the old people will be on fire, and literally on fire. Or he's flooding. Burned, he's burned himself. There was a, there was a flood one time as well. Yeah, they had a broken pipe, and everybody flooded out. It seems like they're you trying should, to kill. You these should old show people. up someday and just be like, "Hey, old people, I see you're on fire. Let me show you how to use a faucet." There you go. You're right. Full circle. Good job. <laughs> I don't know. I've met old women. I'm pretty sure they know how to use that faucet. They know how to suck off a faucet, too? I got you. It's better when there's no teeth. (laughs) Yeah. I do love a good gummy. I'm just kidding. No no old women. Bears or... uh, (laughs) What's your favorite gummy? Gummy bears (laughs) bouncing here and there and everywhere. Oh, yeah. High adventures from beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. That was a great cartoon. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Do you that. think the reason you remember that so fondly is because that's around the same age of when you sucked off a faucet? <laughs> Probably. Man, so. I was taking out all that frustration. Of, oh, of, yeah. yeah. All that, that rape cast that you did the other day. It's like, 
I do think it's funny that Michael Eisner was like one of the people involved in creating that show. But was he? Mm-hmm. I didn't in, know it was that long ago. Was it? Oh yeah, I guess it would have been eighty-five, man. Same year as the NES. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. I uh, just want to know one thing. Why do you know these dates? Uh, um, college just, program? I don't know. Just possibly. Curious. It's more so I can't retain anything useful. I will remember something. <laughs> that show's older than end. you are. What was that? That show's older than you are. Yeah, it is. Uh, really? It aired on, I think it was NBC first, and then it moved over to ABC before it was canceled. So are you the old guy on the show, Ron? Uh, yeah. You? I told you that. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. right by, by quite a bit. Uh, the the oldest person underneath me is, I think, 31 or 32. Nice. How nice. old is Travis? 30. Yeah, you're you're in that general vicinity. I think he's 31, okay. which I never... If you see Travis, Travis looks like he's, at the most, 26. Mm-hmm. That's because nice. he's got an Alan Moore beard. He's got, like... Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. At any moment, it's going to, like, branch out and strangle you all. Like, like birds fly out of it mm-hmm. yeah all right gotcha. i always imagine if travis's beard came to life it'd be like that tree scene from evil dead <laughs> i was <laughs> i was thinking from uh what's the other one um oh shit the poltergeist the trees oh okay good 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 pull as well yeah yeah <laughs> i have a question why aren't you using your regular mic uh no reason i just don't feel like bending over oh okay all right <laughs> i was just like I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like, something's no. I, I just don't feel like bending over because this one doesn't have the stand on it, so it's easier to just use right those. on, right on. Um, it's more fun yeah. to sling my stand back and forth. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just go suck off a fountain. <sighs> you know, that's gonna be the name of this episode, Hunter. And the fountain, uh, the faucet sucker. I don't, I don't think Hunter would appreciate that. First of all, why he's uh, battling the the faucet sucker? You could do Hunter versus the faucet sucker. Ah, uh, yes, I could, but it's, I think like, it's more just, fun. This yeah, is, you know, no, no, we can hunting the. This doesn't need to be a faucet thing. sucker. This doesn't need to be a thing. <laughs> I, I already almost regret Dick Brother number one. <laughs> I don't know. Dick it Brother. has taken off. Like um, Adam, I think on the last episode you said um, Dick Brothers touching dicks across America. I have yeah. sh- no shit gotten at least three requests to get that printed on a T-shirt in the American <laughs> were, Adventure font. They were talking about uh, like their legacy. And Hunter, what did you say you wanted to do? Um, no, Brad made some uh, smart-ass comment. He was like, "I was like, uh, American Adventure is a great." tribute to american innovators and stuff he's like eventually podcasts will be in there and then uh, okay. you came in with something about the american I, adventure yeah i think i think you both said like what your contribution i don't know but i i said my contribution would be like i'm gonna do uh <laughs> dicks dicks across america like you know, you know I, I just across america but people touching dicks i just want to say that this is the second podcast that i've heard that adam wants to touch dicks with men because mm. He said he was going to touch dicks with someone on our show, which is, Kevin, you were telling him you guys were going to dock. No, I've never, the docking <laughs> thing, first of all, I didn't even know what docking was until Kyle told us about it. Yeah, Hunter, do you I, know what docking is? Yeah, it's when you pull up a, a, a boat into port. 
It's really cool. No, it, it would no, be, actually, it would be great if that, that was as simple as it was. No, I, I'm looking up dock tie up at a dock, mm-hmm. especially in order to load or unload passengers or cargo. But in this phrase, I believe you're um, putting two penises inside of each other. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, th- there's that, and then I they, did not know that existed. And then they also taught us about uh, fingering your pee hole. That was a weird one too. Yeah, I forget web- what I forget what that was called. This whole website's lo- lo- uh, like dedicated to that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, oh no. here I can use it in a sentence. David and Patrick enjoyed docking immensely because of Patty's stretchy foreskin. Beautiful. Urban they- Dictionary is there for you, my friend. That is pretty yeah. awesome. You should uh, find out what you know fingering a pee hole is called. I forget what that was called. No, the, the Dick bo- Brother Number One thing uh, actually came from, not from Tim Laddie, but. Um, about it, about a year ago, he was going to meet a famous comic book artist at a convention, and he said, "You know, I don't, I don't really know, uh, I don't know what I'm going to say to him." And I said, "Well, you know, knowing Laddie, how obsessed he is with his dick, right?" I said, uh, "He's the only one, anyway." I said, "I'm, I'm, I'm yeah." <laughs> I said, "I'll tell you what you do. Just walk up to him and just say, hi, Mr. Campbell. I'm a big fan of your work. Let's be dick brothers. Nice. Let's touch dicks.' <laughs> and, uh." It, I think I think you he, honestly he apparently didn't do it. I think honestly you should start every every conversation like that. <laughs> no, it was only special people get. To no, touch no, no, no. I I really think you should do like do you, when do you, you want to touch dicks later. No, I don't. But it's it's not it's not gay. It's like it's like clinking the glasses. Like no, dude, it's a, it, it it's pretty gay. <laughs> it's, <not> gay. <laughs> it's a little gay, Adam. I'm I'm just gonna say it. It's 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 just maybe I'm just so masculine that you know like that you want to touch other man's so dicks. So yeah. comfortable in your own masculinity. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. exactly. You know. uh, but anyway, but the Dick Brother number one thing is apparently really taken off. I get uh, I I haven't gotten any emails like Hunter has, but I do get like tweets um, about it. <laughs> Oh no! Listen, let's, let's not let there be any misconception. Nobody fucking emails us. The last email I got was when Craig submitted his singing. Oh, okay. but the Twitter reaction has been pretty good and just personal text messaging. Oh, okay, I got That's you. Cool. That's cool. No, I, uh, I it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been more like it's. It might replace Cuddle Bear, unfortunately. Uh, let's hope not, because I am not gonna make a meme that says something about Dick Brother. I don't need you to make a cuddle bear meme either. Well, there are plenty of cuddle bear memes already. Yeah, we don't need any more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuddle so. bear's dead. Cuddle bear is not dead. I'll it's bring that shit back. That bitch killed it. I'll, I'll push it out as much as possible. She killed it in me. Oh, I don't man. cuddle anymore. That's terrible. Oh, man. So, Hunter, Hunter? Yes. Do you hear his sadness in his self? I mean, I, I get to deal with it at this point once a week. It's Isn't it horrible? I kind of feel for the guy, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, you brought it on yourself. See, I, I try to I try to comfort him, but you know what? He uh, just wants just to touch start dicks. My own, I'm just going to start my own <laughs> podcast from now on. I'm just going to be Dick Brother number one podcast. <laughs> Cuddle myself, bitch. That's, That's going right. to be the first name. I can, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't have the talent that Rum has to do different voices at the same time, but. Yeah, true. Know. True. Wayne, I shit you not. Adam on one of these podcasts is a joke. He was like, when this whole Dick Brothers thing started, he posted or he said something on the podcast. He's like, first person to write a review that says Dick Brother number one in the title will send you a t shirt or something. Less than 24 hours, I check iTunes. And will you guess what the title of the review was? <laughs> That's great. Did, did I promise them a t shirt? Yeah, you said something about we'll get it printed on a t shirt for you. Oh, fuck. We're in trouble. 
<laughs> we are because then we got to print a whole run. Maybe we'll make them limited edition. We'll do a kiss thing. We'll sign them. We'll donate the proceeds to ourselves because we're selfish, like yeah. Kiss. Of course, that's that's the only way you can do it. Well, eh, fuck it. Why not? I'd wear a Dick Brother number one T-shirt. Well, you know that's great. I, I'm glad to hear that because uh, he's actually promised a lot of things on our show, and thank God no one's ever said something about it because one of them was for him to dance like. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, dress like Britney Spears and dance to the video. No, no, no. Let's get something straight. Y'all came up with that. Oh no, 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 no. You Check said you tape. would. You Check said you tape. would do it, and I was like, okay, I'll fucking say it. Check then. the tape. Oh no, wait, wait, he's actually got me involved in this because the other day, our buddy Kenny, he was having a shit night. Earlier in the day, I tweeted out something. It was like, why can't I remember anything important? But I remember every lyric to Got Your Money by Old Dirty Bastard. Nice. So oh. I sent this video to Kenny of me playing Got Your Money on an acoustic guitar and sent it to Kenny. And then the next morning, I wake up and Adam's tweeted out, if we get enough of a following, Hunter will perform Shimmy Shimmy Yeah live at our first podcast, Beat and Green. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Wait, to be fair, using your own words, you brought that on yourself. Uh, I guess so. Come on, get you. You better start practicing. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, shimmy yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. baby, give me the I like mic so raw. I can take it away. Um, I'll, I'll do. The, I'll do the. I like it raw. If you really, if it, if it helps, because you do like uh, it raw. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Poor faucet. <laughs> poor, poor, poor penis. It chafes. <laughs> You can only you can only uh, do a uh, oh, fuck. What's the name of that movie? Porky's. You can only do a Porky's. Oh uh, yeah, once. yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that talk about a movie that shaped me sexually. I can't tell you how yeah, dude. how big a glory hole fantasy I have. Dude, I tell you what. Uh, actually, we're just me and my boss were talking about that fucking movie uh, yesterday. Um, where you know that movie came out in like eighty five. Was I thought it was earlier than that. Uh, was Porky's was 81. Was it 81? Okay. Yeah. Maybe the only Porky's reason too. I remember that is Porky's had apparently one of the shittiest video games of all time, which came out in 83 for the Atari. Yeah, I do really? remember the video game, yeah. <laughs> did, did, did somebody on an Atari game get jerked off by an obese woman? No. There's kind of poorly... It's almost like Custer's Revenge, just really shitty pixelated naked women. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I knew there was a reason I liked the Atari. Um, but yeah, I do. Like tits blocky. I actually looked up those guys, and you know those dudes are in there, like, like, like the youngest guy. What was his name? Uh, Pee Wee. He's like sixty five. Kim Cattrall was like nineteen when. Uh huh. Yeah, she she was in that movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot she was in that movie, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Fuck. I don't think she reminds people of that. <laughs> uh, if if she was ever at a con, that'd be the first thing I brought. Hey, you were in you were in Porky's. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> you were fucking. Come on, howl for me. That's, that would, <laughs> Come on, Lassie. It would be almost ba- as bad as the time that I went up to Gates uh, McFadden. Oh, yeah, and told her you like to jerk off to her? I didn't tell her I wanted to jerk off to her. I just no, reminded like, I just reminded <laughs> her that she was in uh, a Dream On. Yeah, and, and you and jerked was, off to and her. And there was a silent realization that, that uh, I w- we were both thinking about her getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I really liked you in this show where you got fucking ass handled. It was probably I wore out that VHS. I'll tell man, that you was what. some good oh, shit right man. there. There was probably it was probably only like a quarter of a second silence, but it was one of those moments that was like just just felt like it dragged on. You were like walk away. <laughs> I should have pulled out this shitty cum stained VHS cassette. Yeah. 
said it please sign this you know it really probably seemed like desperate and fucked up because i remembered more about that appearance than she did because she was telling me like yeah you know that was what got me star trek uh next generation i was like no no you did that afterwards and she started she was like yeah you're right and i was like what why do i know that and you don't yeah (laughs) oh good job adam Good job. Yeah. Way to I, make I the ladies the, feel good about themselves. I have the best interaction with celebrities. Or just women in general. Have I made like a, a yeah, I, I've had like four or five interaction with female celebrities and it never goes quite well. I noticed that. Yeah. I really do. But they're all good stories. They are good stories. I, I just think that, you know, maybe you just like men better. Like you know, talk to them better. You know, Wayne, let's make podcast history and let's just explore that right now. No, let's not explore any. When a man <laughs> loves a Wayne, please, please he touches his titty. Please don't rub me. Get the fuck off me. <laughs> While you guys do that, can I please pay, play the baseball pitch scenario from Paradise by the Dashboard Light? Oh, yeah, just sure. over the top of it. Please, please. And, you know, when you're done, you can do the uh, the old Dirty Bastard song, too. Okay. We'll just make it happen. <laughs> No, no. The ODB thing does have to happen, though. Sorry, it's, all right. It doesn't have to happen. Don't I mean, listen, don't, don't force him into some shit you don't want to do. Don't let him talk you into anything. What? Eh, I'm a good sport. That's like him talking you into anal. Come on. I mean, according to you, it wouldn't be that difficult to talk him into anal. Uh, I don't know him. Yeah. Uh, to talk you into anal, it probably wouldn't be too difficult. I, I thought you meant. <laughs> no. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, my point That's is... monorail you were not going to pursue, Adam. <laughs> right into the tunnel, son. Uh, um, no, it's, I think that's good, Like, because uh, I, I really do want to do a live show in Orlando, and and uh like the more people share it and like i'll promise i'll do something fucked up on stage if it'll if if it'll get people to listen to the show enough <sighs> sorry hunter it's I, okay not, ta- i mean we, we can I'm all not talking about pulling my dick out i'm <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm not gonna do that but it's gonna book some obscure 80s film celebrity and just have adam jack off right there That'll be all right. I'm sure he'd love that. Obscure? How dare you? This is Beverly Crusher we're talking about. <laughs> Although, there is that obscure 80s celebrity from ski school that... that uh, early. Yeah, that we're trying to get to go to uh, Texas Frightmare again this year. If she's there, I kind of have to go. <laughs> are we jo- Are you joking? No, no. I'm, I'm if she's there, I legitimately have to go. I know. I don't, Hunter, you, this uh, this is all before your time, but you seem to be doing pretty well with that. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Ski School, starring Dean Cameron? I can't afraid. I uh, wait. What? No, I have not. Okay, it is it is a classic. It's terrible. Um, it's awesome, but it's a good film. It's terrible, but it's good. It's <laughs> it's it's like a classic. Um, in the eighties, they used to have like the ski version of surfer movies. So ski school was one, and there was like ski patrol and yeah, like a bunch of other ones. Of but basically, it was like you know, like there's the party dudes who like rule the mountain, and then there's the stiff, rich white guys that that are trying to keep them down. You know, yeah, like every okay, fucking eighties so movie. Just type this in. I I think I know why you would have rented this one just looking at the cover art. Pretty much. That's, that's pretty much it. But there's a they, I can't think of her name at the moment, and this is legitimately a person I shouldn't necessarily remember offhand, but. Uh, well, I mean, you begged the guy who runs the show to get him. Yeah, I remembered it at the time. I just don't remember it right now. But uh, so we'll see. But there's an actress in it um, who who removes her top but doesn't show anything. 
And uh, and she did show her, uh, her goodies in, in, in other, like, in some horror movies. How old is she about now? What do you think? She's probably in her 50s? She's probably in her 50s. Yeah, okay. Well, I'd, so. still, I'd still give them a look. Are we talking about Darlene Vogel by any chance? No. Okay. No, it's a different woman, but um, I think that's the blonde. That's correct. Back yeah. to the Future 2? Yes. She was in Back to the Future 2? The blonde was. What, did, what was she in Back to the Future 2? Uh, uh, she was also in Back to the Future The Ride. What? She played Spike in Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. She was one of um, Biff's... Are you serious? Yeah. Completely serious. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, Robert Zemeckis? I just want to say... this man an apology letter. I just want to say mind blown. Oh, my God. I suddenly have a reason to watch Back to the Future movies. I'm just kidding. I actually like those movies. Um... <laughs> no, well, this this woman, uh, she's got actually a male name, but I can't think of it. But Charlie uh, Spraulding. There that's, you go, Charlie Spradling. So that's the lady. Thank you for for actually using Google. We don't do that on the show usually. Uh, now we, we just wing it. We, like, we prefer it. just to like look at each other awkwardly and be like, "Who was it? I don't uh, know." You gotta remember. keep in mind, I've done real fans so many times. I've always got IMDb open. There you go. It's just a force of habit. She was in Puppet Master Two, To Sleep with a Vampire, and The Doors. Oh, she was in the door. That's pretty cool. She but, was CBS girl backstage. Big, uh, holy big shit. That's her. a big role. Um, but she, she did some horror movies and, uh, she was at Texas Frightmare, which is like one of the big horror conventions in the, in the, in the country. And, um, so I, I kind of begged, uh, I begged the, <laughs> the, the, the head guy, Lloyd, Lloyd Cryer, the guy who owns the, actually, he is, frightmare basically yeah i was like hey can you get charlie spradling and he's like we've had her before she lives in town and i was like we'll have her again so i can show up <laughs> and then have another awkward interaction with a, with a woman that i've seen naked on television <laughs> i've seen your tits oh man well uh what's her name is going to be there this year um uh pie fuckers girl from fucking uh, american terror Reed. no oh um allison hannigan no the foreign exchange student chick. What was her name? Oh, Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Shannon sure. Doherty's dying? Apparently. Yeah, she's really sick. That sucks. Uh, that's what you get for being a bitch. Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Especially coming from somebody who's had family members that died I, of cancer. I know, man. <laughs> I know. That's a shitty thing to say, but I, I just isn't she like forty-five? She's super young. No, no, she's. she's oh, I thought you were gonna say, that. "Isn't she forty-five? Like, yeah, she's it's her time." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, dude. That's two. That's what three years away from me, you <laughs> asshole." Time to go. No, um, no, she was born in seventy-one. She's forty-five. Wow, really? Damn, that's terrible. I feel bad for her. Yeah. Even though I just said that as a joke. Yeah, no, we know it's a joke. It's, it's a terrible way to go. It is. It's fucking horrible. Especially like dealing with like the cancer treatment and shit. That's the worst part. Yeah, but. But yeah, she's done Frightmare in the past. Yeah, she has. Not she too has. long ago, I think. Um, no, I think like the year before we went, the first time. Oh, okay. The the year before uh, you found out that your your son was going to be born. Yep. Yep. And then, um, oh god, who was uh, Tara Reid was there the year mm. that year? Yeah. She looked and terrible. And to be fair to me, I'm not the only one who asked, like, uh, like didn't Rum want something awkward from her that involved Yeah, he her wanted being something naked? really weird, like some, from Tara Reid, he wanted some kind of, like, uh... You know what? You know what it was? It was a reference to Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was, like, a hairbrush or something like that. Some shit. I don't fucking I think know. he wanted a hairbrush sign or something like that. 
I like that movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. Never seen it. Josie and the Pussycats um, makes essentially is one of the first like uh, remake movies that that pokes fun at remakes movies and stuff like that. And like it's all like isn't it supposed? Isn't it like uh, what Jim and Hologram should have been? Probably, you know, it's um, except Jim was overly serious for no apparent reason. Yeah, Yeah. I I didn't see that movie, but I heard it was like way over the top. I didn't see it either. From what I can tell, you're kind of forgetting we did have the Flintstones prior to that. I think that was '95. Yeah, but this made fun of like like it 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 sort of lampoon commercialism in general. Yeah, like the whole thing was sort of centered around that. That's cool. Um, I didn't realize. Yeah, I guess that I guess Flintstones would have came out first. Yeah, oh yeah, ninety four actually. Okay, but um, but yeah, no, it was it was a good movie. It had a good soundtrack. Um, that's cool. I've never yeah. watched it. I've, I've always caught like bits and pieces of it on TV. It looks fun, mm-hmm. but I just never watched it. That's what it is. It's fun, and and like y'all said, like it, that's what Jim and the Holograms was like. I, like it was weird that they were like, hey, let's re- resurrect this and like make it like a millennial bullshit thing, you know. And it's like eh. it needs to be loud colors and retardedness. That's what mm-hmm. it needed to be. And what happened? Did they even have the Misfits in it? No. If no. they they should have had the actual Misfits in it with like Glenn Danzig beating the shit <laughs> out of them. That would have been fucking hysterical. The Did- problem is Glenn Danzig is actually shorter than any of the actresses that they <laughs> cast in the film. That's so true. That's so true. He's such a midget. You know in the late 90s when you know, like comic book movies hadn't weren't a thing yet because Blade hadn't coming around. Right. But there were a lot of like rumors that Glenn Danzig was going to play Wolverine. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and he, actually, back then, he would have been an all right mm-hmm. person to play him because Partially he was... because he's short enough? He was short. He was he had the mutton chops mm-hmm. and he was kind of like this burly little dude, you know? Mm-hmm. I would I would not have... He would have made love to Jean Grey singing, Mother! Mother! Tell Cyclops not to listen at the door! <laughs> Wolverine's gonna make you his little whore. Yeah, because Blade was Mother. 98, X-Men was 2000, if I remember correctly, right? Uh, I think uh, X-Men was like 01. I'm not sure. I don't remember. No, wait. Spider-Man was 2002, because I was in my college program when it came out. That's so right. Might have been 2000, 2001. It was one or two, whatever. Good enough. Yeah. Speaking of which, I told you a little bit ago, I finally got to watch uh, Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, uh, no, it was good. It was a good movie. I just said uh, you guys were like, "Yeah, it's so fucking brilliant." I'm I like, I don't think I said right. any of that. No, it's it's the the problem with it is it's very slow paced and it's a long movie. Yeah, it is a fucking but, long movie. But once you get to the 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 part, well, basically the battle scene is what it's all worth. Right. Least. Yeah. No, actually, it's when Spider Man shows up. That's when it. It, comes it picked up. It was fun then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked the storyline. I thought it was good. I just. You know, it's a weird thing that like pretty much everyone agrees that the the best parts of Civil War were Spider Man and Ant Man, who were correct side characters in the movie. Who really, you can tell they were both just added in just because they were like, mm, you know, like we need to sell Spider Man because they're people new are properties. Down on it. Yeah, they're new properties. Let's get mm-hmm. them going. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther was okay. Thought he was cool. Oh yeah, I really liked uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, I re- and you know what. Spider-Man and uh, Ant-Man were basically the comic relief of that film. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. That's why people. But they needed it because that's a that's a heavy. film. It's a pretty heavy film. Yeah, it is a heavy film. But I mean, especially in comparison to some of the other comic book movies we've gotten lately, Marvel still has a formula where compare it beside something, you know, obviously like your Batman v Superman, it doesn't reach anywhere near the the dour level that Civil War or excuse oh, me yeah. that 
BVS gets into. Yeah. Well, you know, funny enough, like I'd forgotten about this, but you know, my uh, my doppelganger, The Rock. Uh, <laughs> now he did. A, he did a statement that um, I do look like I look like The Rock gave up. Uh, you know, no, I think dude, that's a fair no. description of me. No, you look like if The Rock <laughs> was partially aborted. Okay, that's what you look like. You know, sometimes you say things <laughs> that are really hurtful. That time it wasn't. You Go know. ahead. Adam, you should just start. You do all these conventions. You should just start cosplaying as Maui every single time. Just completely you know, go all out. Get the real tattoos. You know what? That's you know funny. What? You That's know what? pretty Hunter, good. Mr. Mr. We're going to get you down to 350 pounds. <laughs> um, that, this, this motherfucker said that shit to me once. He was did like, he really? Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. He was like, you know, it's cool. We're going to get you down to 350 pounds. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Hunter. How dare you? Hunter. What, yes. What do you weigh? Me? Yes, you. I am. I, I tend to fluctuate. I'm anywhere between 250 and 265. He's also taller so than you, us. Okay. Well, how tall are you? I'm 6'3". Oh, all right. So you're, you're, you're a bit taller than we are. I'm just very broad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I'm, I'm not overweight because I absolutely a am. A cunt hair. It's eh. taller than us. But uh, <laughs> the, rock, the, rock tweeted, <laughs> the Rock tweeted out uh he had just had this meeting with the the brass uh i guess the movie people at he said dc comics but i assume it was warner brothers but whatever and he was like good news like from now on had a great meeting you know the 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 dc movies are gonna be really fun and entertaining and all that and i was like dude (laughs) they still don't fucking get it like batman should be dark superman should not Captain Marvel slash Shazam should be light. Like, yeah. It does, just, like, you can't blanket apply its own. The reason that Marvel's successful is because they understand storytelling. It has nothing, it's like Pixar. Pixar does very different movies from year to oh, year. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But the reason that they're successful is because they understand storytelling. That's that's it. That's all you got to learn. Like, what are the characters like? Batman's dark. Okay, go make a dark movie. Superman, don't make a dark movie. Like, that's it's mm. very, very simple. I, I agree to an extent because I think a lot of the Marvel movies have become homogenized into this um, very paint by the numbers formula. People and despite say that. getting a pretty good product with Civil War, that doesn't counteract every Incredible Hulk, every Ant Man, every single Doctor Strange, everything we've gotten like that up to this point if either. You, if you're talking about like uh, origin stories, yeah, there's only so many ways you can do an origin story, which is why they, no, they that's, claim, not, they that's not true. Because they've done Spider-Man 65 times. There's plenty of different ways you can do Spider-Man. Obviously, we've really? seen it. We've really? seen it. We've seen really? Because I'm not sure they were that different from Origins. They're not really. Not really. Um, but um, Guess what, kids? Another Spider-Man. They, at one point, they said they weren't going to do origin movies anymore. And I Yeah, guess, well, Feige even came out, if I remember correctly. He's like, yeah, we're not interested in doing an origin story for Doctor Strange. And look where mm-hmm. that got us. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see it yet. You haven't seen Doctor Strange? No, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I thought you... Oh, right. You were going to go see it with Kyle and he balked on you. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Adam and I have talked about it. My biggest disappointment with the MCU is Ant-Man because, to be quite frank, Edgar Wright is one of my favorite directors currently working. And while you get little hints of that in the final product, I think that movie could have been infinitely something more special if he would have been completed and allowed to work on his vision. I thought it was a fun movie. It was okay. Yeah. I think oh, Paul right. Rudd is fun. I think as far as plot and the villain is concerned, which are the two areas where Marvel struggles, that's where it really starts to fall apart. Yeah, I didn't care for the villain either. Um, well, Marvel well, doesn't really do good it. villains. I mean, you've got Loki, but that's because we were not necessarily force-fed him, but he showed up in everything prior. It's really concerning that Thanos is supposed to show up in the next two movies, and they've built up no character around Thanos. Yeah. 
Um, well, I mean, I mean you see him but a it's two times. movies. You'll 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 get him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're you getting know. two movies. You've got two movies until he's supposed to show up in Infinity War, correct? Yeah, but I'm saying like Infinity War is going to be two movies. The the first one will probably be what really in, introduces him and builds him up. That would be an origin story. Not really, because he's been in other movies. And also, yeah, but no one knows or, the or, first Also, supporter. origin stories apply to heroes; they don't apply to villains. Well, I'm so sorry. Because it, when it when so, it's a hero, so, so you, villains don't have origins. They do, but they don't spend the whole movie telling it. Well, they should, or rarely. They should. Why not? I thought one of the smartest <laughs> ways to do any sort of origin story um, is kind of like if you could do an origin story in the style that Zack Snyder did with Watchmen, and far as like not necessarily flashbacks, but those little scene by scene by scenes. Don't assume your audience is stupid and you've got to lay everything out there for them. Do something quick like that. That way, we can actually get into the bulk of the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really think a lot of these characters. Uh, Doctor Strange probably did need an origin just because it's hard for people to wrap their head around what he's supposed to be. Not too many people know who Doctor Strange was. Anyway. Well, not too many people know who any of those characters are. Iron well, Man it, wasn't that famous, like he was, but like there's a lot no, of people that didn't know much about it at the time. Arguably, a B-list character. I'd go see. Hey, hey, don't insult Iron Man. Man. The only origin story I thought <laughs> that was really, really well done. I mean, Iron Man's great and all, but I love the first soldier. Oh, you talking about Captain America? The yes. first, first Avenger. I gotcha. Um, oh, wait, wait. Did you see it? Did you see it in uh, England by any chance? No, but oh, okay. for some reason I thought that was the actual title. No, nah, it's the first Avenger. Okay, that yeah. works. There's always a weird title. It's like the Avengers don't exist yet. That's that's weird. But uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I never really like. I I I've grown to like the first Captain America movie. But like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is the weak link. Mm. Um, I, I definitely it. think Winter Soldier is the standout as of today. What that it's the weak link? No, no I think no. it's actually the best movie in their lineup currently. Oh, okay. Hmm. I, I I don't know. I've, I've watched it once, and I just it was okay. It's a good movie. I, I have problems with it, but it's it's probably one of their better films. Hmm. Like I said, I I enjoyed the films. I just um some of them are just kind of yeah, they're all right. They're long as fuck though. Yeah, well, yeah, they're definitely getting to that point. Um, it's like I, I don't think uh, a two and a half Ant Man was movie. Ant Man wasn't too long. I don't think Doctor Strange was that. I think it was almost two hours. Yeah, it's like um, an hour and. 50 minutes or something yeah but that's about right that's what most movies are except for comedies yeah like an hour and a half is like the bare minimum uh, hour and 18 actually you know yeah that's that's about that's a normal movie about an hour and 18 hour and 20 minutes but well no that's the bare minimum like an hour and a half to an hour and 45 no i'm talking about for normal movies like horror movies and comedies are no longer than hour and 20 minutes hmm it's all these other the action movies are the ones that they spend like forty five days filming. Yeah. And add sixty five million explosions. Yeah. Well and they way, and they show no titties, but they, they, they threaten to, but then they don't. You see titties whenever you want well, I assume, I don't know. I can, yeah. You know, you could technically go out there and ask her. Yeah, I know. She'd probably turn you down at the moment, but right now, I'm sure she would. Just yeah. watching the kid. Yeah, she's sitting there. So I'm watching mm. this child. I'm not going to show you my titties. Damn it! I mean, you guys just have to ask. I'm right here. 
Can I see your titties? <laughs> I'm, I've, I've had them out this whole time. Oh, dude, you're such a tease. Just like the rum guy. <laughs> let's let's do our next list show. Uh, biggest titty teases of 2016. Uh, no- you're tied for second, sir. I'll be number. Oh, one. okay. I'll be number one. You'll never no, see number him. one. No, that's not true. That's not true. You pull your shirt yeah, off. The chick it, from it, Deadpool. Heartbeat. The chick from Deadpool, the reason you don't see her titties is because she doesn't have any. True. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, she's very beautiful, but she, yeah. She'll always be a woman to me. That's not how the song goes. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, Marina Bacharin. Yes. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was such a whore on uh, Firefly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she wasn't a slut, though. Just a no, whore. she's just a whore. Mm. And she's pretty good in, um, oh, what is it, Gotham. She's in that show, too. Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. What is she in Gotham? Uh, she is Gordon's love interest that um, got all fucked up because Gordon killed her husband. Huh. Yeah, She was. she's actually the... I'm trying to think. I'm, she's I, the, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's her actual baby daddy. Oh really? I think so. I think oh, Ben okay. McKenzie and her, unless I'm confused, I know Ben McKenzie got together with some actress like that. Let's get it all. I, I should probably Google that. What's what's going on in Gotham? Like I saw they got that guy back who might be the Joker, but he's probably not the Joker. Now he's doing like the Joker mask thing that was in Rebirth. Right, if I remember correctly. right, right. Um, well, uh, spoilers. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I saw the last episode. I gave up on Gotham after the first couple episodes. So oh, okay. Well, I watched the last the last season and uh, the the last episode. I'm sorry of this season. And um, that is in fact his wife slash uh, the mother of his child. Oh, okay. Well, no wonder they act good together. Son of a bitch. Uh, but anyway, he um, that Joker fellow. Uh, <laughs> he was killed last season, and uh, now this season they have some kind of. Some dude who's bringing the dead back, like uh, from uh, some guy who was worked at Arkham, and he's bringing the dead back. So they're gonna bring him back. Interesting. Uh, I gave that show two tries. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, this is. I, I like know, the show. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I like it. It's uh, fun. It's not even the Batman thing. I just don't think it's a good show. Hmm, I hear you. I dig it. Uh, I just certain certain aspects behind it are kind of strange. Like the the whole Pee Wee Herman thing was kind of weird. Oh yeah, he was in that. I forgot yeah, about. he played uh, Penguin's dad. Hmm. But uh, uh-huh. I mean, I, I see it with those two, but no, it was uh, it was okay. Adam, you say Pee Wee Herman. All I can hear in my head is Rex from Star Tours. <laughs> Wait, have, have you been to Hollywood Studios, or you definitely never been to Disneyland? I know that much. Who me? Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've ridden the um. The Star Tours thing, okay. They're, they're just not as much as everybody else in this on the no, show. No, but it's recognizable. The the I mean, I don't know which version. You probably went on the original version. I did both. Um, oh, have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, the the lead robot, uh, the the main character in st- the first Star Tours, is pretty obviously Pee Wee Herman. Oh, really? I had no mm-hmm. idea. If you listen, like he talks just like him. It's been. He just doesn't do the. Ah, but other than that, it's it's him. <laughs> It'd have been great if he did the. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, when he swivels around, he doesn't jizz on the audience. Well, poor audience. <laughs> the first Disney ride to ever close due to indecent exposure. Yeah. yeah. Do people still remember? Uh, uh, you know, again, you're younger than us. Do you? Uh, are you familiar with his uh, incident? 
Uh, now keep in mind, this was not not to talk shit about you guys, but this is before I was born. That was ninety one. I was born in ninety two. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, that's why I asked. I didn't know. Yeah. Was, I mean, I have a basic idea, but I don't know. Like, I. I it was, Obviously, we're we're gonna talk about Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and well, we're not gonna talk about it, but you get what I'm saying. Obviously, a lot of people in kind of the the 80s have some sort of affection for that movie. Never really anything that I cared to go back and revisit. So I'm not 100 sure. Aside from his Star Tours thing that I can associate him with, I always like Big Top Pee Wee more. To be honest with you, I like all three of the films. What was I the know third a lot one? of people dug uh, his Netflix one yeah, last the, year. The new one that just came out on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the only thing it was kind of a sequel to Big Adventure, though, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty okay. much. It's a sequel to whatever. It's, it's mm. they just all kind of run weird. Mm. But um, yeah, he had this weird like uh, I don't remember the guy's name from Magic Mike that was in this, but he had like You're talking this, about Joe my, my Manganello. Yeah, yeah, they had this weird mm. like friendship, like <laughs> very I saw the trailer homoerotic kind of thing. They were sitting. Hey, Joe, Joe Manganiello uh, is a good-looking guy. I can't blame him. They were sitting in a doghouse together, like real close, and they were talking about sucking on root beer barrels, the little candy, and they would put one like Magnello, Magnello, whatever his name is, put one in in, <laughs> in Pee Wee's mouth. It was why did why did you actually go to put it in my mouth? Because I was just showing you what he did. Yeah. Thank God we don't cut things out of this show and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so is it, that going to impact the way you view him when he shows up as Deathstroke later on this year? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I was hoping not, but no, I could care less. I just th- I just thought it was a really funny part. No, I, he was all like, "What's up, Magic Mike? <laughs> Give me some of that penis." <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess he's done away with the doing child-friendly movies. Uh, he didn't actually say that. I get it, but still, no, they were that, child. That it was still child friendly. It was okay. it just, it just. It sounds fairly graphic. It was just a, a maybe. Very, maybe you're reading a lot more into it than was there. It was very homosexual overtones. Well, you know what isn't. Ah, uh, true. I mean, look at the show, Rambo. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Naked man jumping into a pile of Asian men. Mm-hmm. You know, well, not semi-naked. He was semi-naked. Yeah, yeah. He probably had a semi too. with a bandana. Yeah. Speaking of bandanas, just a second ago, you just said Paul Rubens is playing Penguin's dad in Gotham. Yes, wasn't that what he did in Batman Returns? You're right. Okay, okay. I thought I was like, why does that sound familiar? Yeah, Sorry to interrupt. no, just... no, he did. He did. He played him in Batman Returns. It was really funny because uh, when they were saying that uh, someone was returning to uh, his character, I was like, what the fuck? Who are they talking about? You know, and, and it was him returning as uh, the father. It was pretty cool. Interesting. So, I found out yesterday that my first crush uh, is playing Universal for their Mardi Gras celebration in March. Your first crush is mm-hmm. playing Universal. Yeah. Is it going to make you want to get physical, Adam? Yes, it is. It's Olivia Newton-John. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Is that due to your your love of Greece? Is this why? Um, no, it's lube. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I, I don't know. I was too young to really formulate it. I just remember my mom used to listen to the music and she would play Grease and all that. But, but she had other movies at the time. She was like a sort of a burgeoning Hollywood star back yeah. then. So, like there was there was another uh, another movie she did with uh, with John Travolta called Twist of Fate, and uh, 
I don't know, but uh, I she was like, I, that's the first woman I can remember looking at and going, ooh, you know, not Hot anything, mama. not not anything sexual, but just like she's pretty, you know. And I was probably five or six or something like that. Yeah. And uh, but like, uh, legitimately, my whole life, and that's very likely that's why I'm obsessed with going to Australia, is because mm. of her. And uh, and I even bought like couple years ago bought her greatest hits and uh, wow you were the one mm-hmm. one day adam's gonna come in he's gonna sit down for the show wayne and then he's just going to take off his shirt and the back of his one back day? is tattooed just to be the poster of xanadu that would be the most incredible thing i've I'm ever sorry, seen in my life up. one day <laughs> one day <laughs> that could easily happen right now <laughs> I'll make the you phone do call, a son. Style, just one hit at a time. Look, I'll yeah. make the phone call. I will set this up and throw it on YouTube. Let's do this. What? Get a tattoo of the poster of Xana dude? Yeah, on your back. You know what? I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. If I thought it would help the show, like, like, get you a real shot, I, I, I do it. If, if I, th- if I if thought we it, do the GGH meet and greet, and it's just you getting a tattoo on your back for nine hours. I mean, I'm, I, at this point, I'm assuming that's what Kenny's planning on. I would have. Well, no, he's he's getting something a little bit more explicit. Oh, did he tell you what it was? He's getting a big shoulder tattoo, and he said it's going to take like all day. Oh, okay. seven hours. Yeah, that's said it's big and veiny. Right. Adam thinks oh. it's penis. We're going to wait and see what happens. <laughs> oh, I asked him. He said he was going to be there for seven hours, and I was like, I was like, geez, how how big is the dick he's drawing on your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said it's pretty big and veiny, and I was like, BBC. Nice, nice. Kenny's <laughs> a huge fan that. of the British Broadcasting Network. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah. I bet he is. Yeah. A little cockholding going yeah, on. Whenever, there. whenever those English people, those damn English, make fun of us, I'm just like, yeah, but your network's named after Big Black Cock. So, so true. So sorry. true. You got no room there, son. So true. I tell you what, the the English people have really latched on to GGH, though. They they seem to really love it. Even though, That's like, right. I I use our our racial slur for them all the time. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you also got to keep in mind, considering the the main hosts of UUOP are English, I wouldn't say a, a massive, I wouldn't say everybody that's listening is English, but our, we do have a very, very large English fan base. Yeah. So it's nice that the most loyal UUOP listeners followed me over, and uh, I guess all of us now, into GGH. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. No, I, I really do want to, uh, and I, I know I'm sort of putting the cart before the horse, but I really do want to do a live show in, in Orlando, and, you know, we haven't been able to do a second live show yet. Nope. You know, just somebody's got to book it. and like, February 22nd. Is that when we're doing it? That's when we're doing that thing at Twist. Uh, but that doesn't, I, I think, I, I, Tony, I told you about that, right? Where So Wayne and I are going to sit with a friend of ours who, who's never seen Harry Potter before. And we're gonna answer questions live on stage. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It. I, I mean, I don't have a Wait, problem. Wait, is with he this friend that's never seen it is going to ask you questions? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Okay. I actually thought about like maybe like do they have internet there? Uh yeah. I thought about maybe we should have him sorted into a house, <laughs> like asking the questions and you, you know you can do that right? No. On a uh, Pottermore and there's there's other websites that'll do it too, but on Pottermore you can officially get sorted into your house what is your house adam that'll be funny (sighs) fuck i shouldn't have brought this up i'm he's probably hufflepuff i I, 
God damn it. I <laughs> I dispute that. Are you really? If the Sorting Hat was on top of me, I'd be like, I'm I'm absolutely fucking Ravenclaw. There's no way I'm fucking Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff. I and you know why people don't all like... All the best people I know are Hufflepuffs. My best friend's a Hufflepuff. My girlfriend is a Hufflepuff. What are you? I'm a Gryffindor. Nice. I'm a nothing because I wouldn't even know. I've actually taken the test like three times just to make sure. I don't even know what that is. You'd, you'd probably be Slytherin. Where, what is this? I'm going to do it on the phone while we're... Pottermore.com. I don't know if you can do it online. Well, let's see. Uh, on your phone. But, uh, now, nah, you know why people don't like Hufflepuff? It's because it sounds like a goddamn Pokemon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is a Hufflepuff Pokemon somewhere out there. Uh, not quite. But uh, I appreciate the candor. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely a Ravenclaw. You were, you maybe all right. Let's see, sorting hat. All right, but I I, about- I've seen like the the half and half quizzes you can take. If going by that, I'm what's referred to as a Griffin Puff. I I, I kind of prescribe to. The you're just doing that because you don't want Kim to Fred. feel like you're leaving her behind. What was that? You're just doing that because you don't want Kim to feel like you're leaving her behind. No, no, no. But uh, me personally, I've always felt more like. Uh, if Neville's in Gryffindor, then I can deal with that. I always felt like Fred and George, too. Hey, if if they got placed in Gryffindor, then I can see myself in there. Fair enough. <laughs> now, I uh, I came home for the first time I went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I, I bought one of those. And it, I, I'm a big... I like buying shirts when I'm on vacation, and, and especially like if I'm going to a, a theme park. And uh, But I couldn't find like a harry potter t-shirt that i really liked but i found one that was kind of okay it was a soccer style gryffindor shirt and mm-hmm. uh, i went to the comic shop wearing it and my, one of my best friends the hustle was uh was behind the counter i walked in and he looked at me and he was like you're not gryffindor <laughs> he's like there's now, no way you're gryffindor. On when this was they pretty much only sold gryffindor merch until like two years ago <sighs> You know what? You might be right. There might have... Uh, I, I want to say there was like a couple of hats or something like that, like some Slytherin hats or something like that, but I don't know. It's been a while. But uh, I just remembered like just being really upset. I was like, why, why wouldn't I be Gryffindor? But... Uh, okay, so... I must have done this already. <laughs> <laughs> or the other Wayne Barris. Or the other Wayne Barris in the <laughs> that entire world. That would be world. awesome. That, That's a that, story that, we that, haven't told in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead and tell it because it's really funny. There's... Um, I, I know you're somewhat from the South, but I doubt you're familiar with uh, Homa, Louisiana. Actually, you could be because when I was in college program, there seemed to be an abundance of people from Homa in the college program. I don't know if that was just my term or what, but uh, but anyway, it's it's in the middle of nowhere. And um, one day we had uh, no, you were at a bar. Yeah, I was at, yeah. I was at the bar. You were at Twist, I think. And um, this the friend of his was uh like came over and was like hey man what you doing and Wayne was like no oh, you know nothing you know like we, you know i've been doing this podcast and he's like yeah yeah i heard about that you know and he's like yeah, i want you to meet my friend and uh this guy comes over and he's like oh hey he's like what's your name and was like wayne barris and the guy's like wayne paris he's like yeah. yeah and the guy goes did you know there's a like a I, like this big podcaster guy named Wayne Barris. He's like, yeah, that's like, me. That's me, dude. And the guy goes, no. And he's like, yeah. And the guy goes, no, you're not. I, I met Wayne Barris of the MHOG podcast. And so there's this guy in Homa <laughs> who, for what I, and bear in mind, like our numbers aren't 
huge like and especially then that was the first year but there's some guy who listened to the show and was like i don't know what the, i don't know if he was trying to get pussy i don't know if it was like thought who he could knows? make money off of it i don't because we're not making money off of it but the guy like was introducing telling people he was wayne barrett yeah, he, he's, it's me and uh That's we never found out who that guy was no it was like this weird stalker thing it was pretty weird it was a strange <laughs> conversation and then later on like like another person told me the same thing like there's some other guy in homa we need to Are like you ever worried you're gonna have like this bizarro situation like you're actually going to meet an exact doppelganger of yourself no but that'd be neat <laughs> i yeah I, I am definitely slytherin okay yeah yeah that, that's Thought what so. I, I am Thought so. slytherin's uh, a great house i i'm i'm hey i you can be happy with whatever you're placed in. Like, unless you're Hufflepuff, then you can be bitter. I don't remember what my Overmoney house is. I don't even you, know what you that can, is. You can be sorted into the American house, uh, American school as well. Wow. I didn't know there was an American house. Yeah, for Fantastic Beasts, they announced at the American school. They, they don't show it in the movie, right? but the American school is called Overmoney. Nice. That's cool. And they have their own houses with different names. and whatever. One's Budweiser. <laughs> They're just named after all the beers. Yeah, you got Budweiser, Budweiser Coors, you know. Uh, yeah, Coors. The southern one is Dixie. But yeah, we're <laughs> we're uh, so we're gonna be on stage at a bar, a metal bar. Yes, with, with a another metal. He's not a lead singer, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's a singer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, our friend Phil Doty, and so he's gonna watch. Yeah. I think it's like the first two. two yeah. Harry Possibly Potter three, films, yeah. which, uh, you know, I know Hunter's, Hunter's favorite is actually the first one, right? That's correct. Chamber of Secrets. That's a very good one. I'm not, I really don't like the first two at all, so I'm probably the worst uh, Harry Potter fan to ask about those. I'll, I'll have to rewatch them myself. Although I'm, I'm, I'm versed enough to where I can probably answer most of his questions. Right, right. But, um, but yeah, so he wants to do this live on stage, and, and I'm fine with doing the show because it sounds kind of weird and funny. Yeah, it'd be something interesting. But, I'm really concerned about the live part because I just I, I I'm I don't know who's gonna show up for that. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's a it's a it's a Wednesday night. So. I should probably like post that on BSI and just like see because there might be like some people a huge just, crowd of yeah. people show up going. Yeah. But then I'll answer something wrong and I'll just be like, "You a liar! You don't you you're not even a Hufflepuff. <laughs> you're not even a puff. <laughs> you're just a huffle. Yeah. Get off the stage, you stupid squib. You huffle." Jesus uh, Christ! Every day he's I could smell it on <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I like that. I could smell it on you. I knew you were a squib. Mm-hmm. So, friends and I actually got into a pretty big disagreement the other day about how they found Michael Gambon to be the superior Dumbledore. Hmm. And uh, I am completely on the Richard Harris side of things. That's because uh, those were your first movies, and also because how old were you when that first movie came out? Ooh, I Six. think I was right in the. I think I was right in the age group. I was either ten or eleven. Okay, see that's why. Ah, uh, but Richard Harris perfectly encapsulates everything you want to see from Dumbledore. I've, I've I've heard that that he's you know has the sort of kindly aspect, but actually, if you look at later in the books, like he he has uh, some pretty dark shit that he does, including to Harry and. Uh, he does, but he's always still, for the most part, he's described as kind and gentle and caring. Mm-hmm. So even though he does these, even in, though he sacrifices a lot of ways, pretty awful things, he's he, he rapes people. He's 
No. Alvin Cosby Dumbledore. Maybe. Dumbledore. He really. <laughs> oh God! I think you just invented a fucked up burlesque. Thanks, Wayne. You're welcome. That's that's welcome. definitely gonna happen. Here we go, Dumbledore. Jesus Christ! The new Harry Potter. But anyway, burlesque. so uh, no. Well, I I mean, look, I can understand that, but I do think that partly it's because because Hunter like literally grew up with the books. Right. Um, I think it's partly because like you saw that when you were ten, and that's in your mind that is, you know. Dumbledore, the so quintessential to have, Dumbledore to have someone come in and replace him, and they are very different actors. But you know. oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, like towards the same token, I mean, even though I grew up with the prequel era of Star Wars, and as much as I like Ewan McGregor, Alec Guinness is still Obi Wan Kenobi to me. Oh, mm-hmm. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, whenever I see Richard, is that was the name, Richard Harris? Yep. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see him. He always reminds me of like the white version of Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China, because <laughs> he has that sort of frailness. Like, like is he is he like dissolving in front of us? He's doing the one hand clap on his hand. Yeah. Jeez. Wait, I don't even know what that is. What? Jesus. <laughs> one hand clap. It's it's when they're in the Great Hall and he's just holding his other hand up and he's just like gently tapping it with his other hand. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I've seen Sorcerer's Stone so many times at this point. Oh man. <laughs> well, yes, I think we're uh, yeah we're 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 at capacity. So. We we have reached the limits that the bullshit can flow. I guess I guess we have to stop the bullshit for a while. Yeah. Um, at it's, the end of this show, there will be our uh, full metal movie review will be played at the end of the show. Right. So, so. don't don't just. You know, when when you stop when we when we stop talking, don't don't just stop. Just listening. don't stop just listening because there's some yeah. more. There's gonna be a little more right after this. Because they're probably reviewing the Care Bear movie. Because I, I believe so. I believe this is the yeah, this is the. To that. I believe this is the episode where they review the shitty movies that <laughs> we, we were, picked for them. We were all asked to uh, to pick a movie for the Full Metal movie review for the show, and I went <laughs> with one of my favorite '80s classics, Care Bear the movie two. Yes, where the Care Bears fight Satan. Yes, and I forget what I put. I picked something ridiculous. I can't remember what it was. Please tell me it was rubber. No, it wasn't rubber. <laughs> I wish. I wish I'd have thought about that because that was a fucking ungodly movie. Tune in next time when when Wayne tells them they have to watch Rubber. Uh, which I recommend, Hunter. If you've never seen Rubber, you should see it. Too. Yeah, you should check it out. Okay, I'll I'll add it to the list. I'm just it's, kidding. It's don't a very it. long list, but uh, I'm just I can kidding. Add don't, it there. don't do it to yourself. Uh, I'm rubber, just kidding. A uh, quick review on rubber. It's a tire that kills people. And that's, oh wait, I think I've seen this on Netflix. It's got yes. like one and a half stars. Yes, it's amazing. Okay. It's it's barely coherent. Actually, even barely coherent is giving it too much credit. It's one of the greatest movies you are watching in your life. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie where things happen. You know, you know that thing that was it, Mr. Holland's opus. This is the opus. <laughs> yeah, it's about as entertaining. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but anyway, uh, so Hunter is very easy to find. He has uh, at any given time two podcasts and occasionally a, a third one when uh, uh, real fans for real movies call them in. Yeah. So uh, if you want to find me, of course, I'm on the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. We've been doing that for over six years now. As crazy as that sounds. Pretty awesome. So if you if you like theme parks, specifically Universal, find me there. 
If you like more so just general ranting, if you enjoy Adam and I's general camaraderie, you can find us on Grim Grinning Hosts, which once again is another theme park show, but that one branches out a little bit. Um, and like Adam says, I do a lot of work with the guys over at Real Fans for Real Movies. We just did a podcast all about The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is one of my favorite Disney films. But aside from that, if you just want to follow me, you can do that at HanBrolo77 on Twitter. See, that's that's how professional podcasters do it. I don't know. What the fuck that's are not, we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, uh, they know anyway, where to find us. Yeah, they, they know. They're like on Facebook. We got you, know, you know who Twitter, I am. Come Instagram. on. Instagram. Wayne's got dick pics on Snapchat. Right. Come on. You can find us anywhere. He just sends them to Donald Trump all day long. Yeah, whatever he wants. He got one back one day. I did. It was pretty nice. It was cool. Congratulations, Mr. President. Yeah, it was was a nice one. His dick hair looks just like the one on his head. Yeah, super orange. Yeah, if if I had to recommend one thing to our our incoming president of the United States, (laughs) stop stop dying your ball hair. He said said incoming. Incoming mouth like the faucet. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right. So, I thought, I thought we were done with that. <laughs> so anyway, stick around for the full metal review. And uh, I was your host, Wayne. And I'm half a huffle. And uh, I'm not sucking a faucet. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it, keep it, keep it, guys um i'm ryan and i'm here with i'm mandy and how have you been Mandy? and welcome back yeah <laughs> i'm good how are you i'm i'm good real good good so good, good what movie did you pick this week i picked the house that october built yeah so what did you think about it yep well to be honest, it had a really, for me, it had a really slow start, um, and I didn't realize that it was going to be shot kind of in the form of um, paranormal activity a little bit, um, so I, I guess I didn't know what I was expecting when I first went into the movie itself. Yeah. Um, what did you think? So, yeah, like you're saying, it was a found footage type movie? Um, yeah. I... Have you ever worked in a haunted house before? No, but I got to visit the uh, one down there in Louisiana of the House of Shock not too many years ago, and that was fantastic. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So I, so I guess I was thinking it was going to be a little bit more on that end of the spectrum a little bit, but um, I definitely enjoyed the complexity of the characters that worked in the houses. I've worked in haunted houses for about... 14 years now and really yeah yeah um and that part of the movie was great it reminded me a lot of what people that work at haunted houses act like and and are (laughs) in a way yeah um but then it it get uh, so the whole premise of the movie, I guess we should say, is they're going on a road trip to go to the five scariest haunted houses they can go to. Isn't that most extreme? Yep, that's correct. And they were looking for a special invite to the most extreme house. And it's called the Blue Skeleton, right? Yep, I believe so. Or yeah. the Blue Skull or Skeleton, yeah. Yeah. So the premise was good. 
it was a little slow, but it was kind of a buddy movie in a way at the first. Um, right. I didn't hate it. I oh, I hated the end. I'm sorry, I did. <laughs> I think I hated. The yeah, end. no, I, I I actually I agree with you. I was just like that that that's it. But really, the, the rest of the movie was okay. It felt good. And at the end, it was yep. like, they went, eh, let's just do this, and it, it'll be good enough, and people will watch it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree 100%. Um, I don't, I, this would not be a movie that I would purchase at all. Um, and honestly, I don't think I would watch it again, but... I, I wouldn't watch it. I mean, parts I mean, that I wouldn't mind watching. Yeah, I might tell someone oh, to watch ahead. it. Um, yeah. I mean... It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I mean, it was, it was okay. Dan just really upset me, I guess. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. Okay. Definitely. So let's move on to the the gem that I picked. <laughs> the gem that you picked, yeah. yes. Let's move on to that. The movie I picked this week was called The Secrets of Emily Blair. And it says, Desperate, yeah. Desperate to save his fiance from a demon that has possessed her soul, a man turns to his longtime priest for help. And the reason I picked this movie is because a few weeks ago I was talking to my buddy about it, about what we do here, and uh, he was making yeah. fun of me for picking movies like with one or two stars. So I went there and this had four out of five stars on Netflix. So I'm like, all right, it's got four out of five stars, it's gotta be decent. So give me your impressions right. of it. Well, I will have you know when I went to go watch the film, the film actually dropped down to one and a half stars uh -huh. um, when I clicked on it. But um, honestly, it was very like run of the mill for me. It wasn't like, honestly, I found myself checking, checking my phone and just kind of like looking at a magazine and I, I'm being serious I just was like yeah okay I've seen that before seen that before that's kind of cool but then it was just like you know you just ruined it so, yeah so I, I looked on Netflix just now and on my Netflix account or whatever I don't know how it still has four stars really yeah that's interesting and that makes me sad yeah because well give it give it the one star uh, that was the biggest I'm mad at myself for watching it I, like in the first 10 minutes or 20 minutes of it I was like can I please shut this movie off this is horrible mm -hmm. to me it was like if you made a possession movie right but it was made in the style of 90210 or Gilmore Girls or something just horrible yes. like Lifetime yes. Lifetime movies had a baby with 90210 and they decided it was possessed. Yep, exactly. With a little hint of Vampire Diaries in there somewhere, as I'm sure. Oh, God, it was but, bad. Yeah, yes, it was. Um, you know, honestly, though, I, I will say that the I think if they would have done a little bit something different with the, I want to just call it like the... Um, the alternate alternate dimension or wherever she ended up um yeah that's that kind of was a little bit promising but then the character that played in, in with her was just like overdone i guess it was like a mighty morphin power ranger villain 
It was. It was. It was. At first, it was like, oh, it yeah. was. It really was. I was just like, it was like a build that I was like, oh, gosh, about God, you know, <laughs> why would you do that? Right, right. It was, yes. it was just yeah. sad. It made me sad. And I, even if I disliked somebody, I wouldn't tell them to watch that movie. That's where it yes. for me. Yeah. It's like when I was talking yep, about no. if I would ever be pissed off that I wasted my time watching a movie, that would probably be one that worked for that category. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But oh, my goodness. Someone may love it. Who knows? Just not me. So I feel well, bad. Well, there's a, there's a reason why it's got four stars on your end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Since I'm gonna send you a snap, I'm gonna send you a picture because I'm serious. I'm, like on mine, I have like one star, one and a half stars for that movie, oh, and I didn't even yeah. rate it. So I didn't rate it either. I don't know. I yeah, yeah whatever. I'm gonna say yes. my phone's possessed by that same crappy demon. Yes. Sound good? <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So since that movie was so terrible, I thought it would be cool. And we can, or if you want to go for it or not, but I was thinking, do you have a movie that was a, that you thought was going to be horrible, but you ended up, it was actually a pretty cool movie that you really liked that you'd recommend somebody to watch? Oh gosh, that's a loaded question. I, right off, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything just like at the moment, but Okay. Let's put a pin in that, and I'll get back to you on that one. How about you, though? All right, I'll tell you one. And people may make fun of me on this, but I don't care. The let's see, two months ago, at least three, maybe. My son and I have a tradition where we watch scary movies at night on the weekends. So mm -hmm. it can't be like super uber like hardcore bad because he's you know. Yep. Still young-ish. So I'm like, ah, what can we watch? So we decided to watch The Visit by Shyamalan. Okay. And uh, I was like, man, he's been sucking bad lately. So I wasn't too psyched to watch it, but it was rated PG-13, and it was supposed to be scary. And, the, you know, the, the trailer for it looked okay, decent. And I gotta say, yep. like, next to the Blair Witch, that was probably one of the best yep. found footage type movies I've ever seen. Really? To me. Have you I seen have, it yet? I've not seen this yet. No, I haven't. Okay. So, it legitimately creeped me out in parts. Really? Like, there's actually a part, like, I should have seen stuff coming, but I didn't because I was just so into what is going to happen next. But it legitimately yep. had a part in it that I was watching, and the characters said some some stuff, and yep. like a chill and the hair stood up all over my body. It was like, holy crap, really? And really? Those to me in it, you know. I'm maybe the only one, and I might be the only buddy, you know, the only person in the world that actually liked the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> my son liked it, yeah, and I have some friends okay. that liked it, but I'd, I'd recommend awesome. it. You should watch it. Okay. All right. I'll put it on my to-watch list here. Okay. And I will let you know what I think. Please do. Yeah, that's right. awesome. I guess Very that cool. wraps it up. Does that wrap it up? I, I think it does. Um, and we have a special surprise for our, our next episode. 
the guys from the Unpod podcast are going to be picking our movies. So look forward to doing that. It's going to be special. Yes, it will be, I'm sure. Not not sure which <laughs> kind of special, but it'll be special. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, back <laughs> to you guys. And that was Full Metal Movie Review. Thanks for sticking around and listening to that. And uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, to, uh, as always, keep it metal. Adieu, adieu, parting such sweet sounds. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>